Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When the framers created the Republic, through the codification of the U.S. Constitution and soon after the Bill of Rights, they understood that the documents put the newly created government on notice that it had limitations and boundaries, that it was not the lord of the people, rather, the people were the lords of the government. But 232 years on, our rights are not so assumed. The federal government has overreached to a point where it is tantamount to despotic and bureaucratic devoid of true representation of its people. In the new Concept Action White Paper, Saving the Great American Experiment, now available on Kindle Vela, I explain how we can arrive at a place where the divided American people can begin to heal, a place where the intensity and the power of the divide serves not to destroy, but to rejuvenate the idea of a true union of states. Please go to undergroundusa.com and hover over Goodreads to access the direct link to the Kindle Vela store. Then share that link with family and friends. Let's defeat those who seek to conquer us through divide. We can become e pluribus unum again. And the solution found in saving the great American experiment is how. Welcome back to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato, and everybody, hold your breath because I, I've got to I've got to play this intro because somebody's back. It's been it's been three weeks, but as I promised. Andy's back. Andy, welcome back. Frank, I'm back. It's good to be back. Thank you for that just really sweet adorbs introduction. Well, you know, I, I figured that you you needed the fanfare. If Clinton can use it coming down the uh, the Lincoln uh, the Lincoln Memorial steps for his inauguration, we can use it for you getting back in the saddle here, here at just, the underground. I'm 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 humbled to no end, and and you know that. So, <laughs> yeah. yes. One of the things that's in the news that that uh, you know, well, I, it, I have been working out a lot though. Even though I haven't been present, uh, you know, of late, I have been doing just a ton of curls for the girls. So, you know, the well, guns are looking. It's a it's a good thing that we're an audio podcast. <laughs> exactly. I have <laughs> you know. arms for. <laughs> there you go. I, what's going through people's heads right now? I don't even want to want to begin with. Exactly. Uh, we're in we're in one of those those. I, I don't want to say cyclical, but it happens every now and then, and it's always an occasion worth worth engaging in. Um, and I'm talking about what's happening in Cuba. 
it always seems that whenever the Cubans want to want to rise up and and throw off the shackles of communism, that they do it when we've got a milk toast and weak administration in power that doesn't want to do anything to help them. Isn't that uh, the truth? You know, we're working on what a, always. A, a little over a week, a week and two days of Cubans taking to the street in the face of of not only the military but the police and the secret police and and having their internet cut off and and uh, being starved of food, being being starved of of electricity and water and everything else. And what does our president do? He says, "Well, we're gonna well." We'll put sanctions on on the government officials who are doing this. No kidding. And you want sprinkles on top of that too? Yeah, I was I was, I was waiting. You know, it's National Ice Cream Day. We can send them some Ben and Jerry's. I'm lactose intolerant. Heck with that. You know, I I what what can be going through this guy? I well, I think I know what's going through this guy's mind. It's a it's a 1920s flapper song. But what's going through the minds of his handlers? Looking at this opportunity, China's not going to step in. Russia's not going to step in. No one's going to step in to stop anything if all of a sudden the Coast Guard turns and goes south. You know, and, and when when you were talking about this, when you were teeing that up a minute ago, my mind immediately went to the to the uh, to the Nazi brown shirts. But in Cuba, it's it's the uh, it's the camo shirts. Yeah, they're they're out in force in camo, not brown. You know, I do. The only thing that I can think of, and and I think this is a prevalent thought um, among the people who are who keep up with on the news and what's happening with this administration, is that they are so in bed with the ideology, the ideology that is actually in control down in Cuba that they don't feel a need to do anything about deposing it. You know, I think they still look at it as all the cool colored buildings and the. And the uh, antique cars driving around, and 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 women in in their beautiful dresses, and men in fedoras walking around. I think they're just they're absolutely delusional about what really. Well, I know they are about what's really going on down there, and they just they they seem to to always want to put this this wonderful face on anything that's but a wonderful face. What did would that the uh, the uh... Nicole, the, the sixteen nineteen project woman, Nicole, douchebag, whatever her yeah. name is, uh, she had a a tweet that they pulled out of of recent history that said that Cuba was the most diverse and fairly racially huh. uh, equitable place on earth. And I'm looking at what's happening in the streets on the videos that have that were allowed to get out in the beginning, and I'm like, how can you think that? Look! Look at these people in the streets holding American flags and 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 signs in Spanish that say freedom and liberty and down with communism and we want our freedom, and and this this woman who just got tenure at at Howard University I think, uh, to, to to teach journalism is saying that this is what this is what equitable race relations looks like. Well, you know what they think is, is that anybody down there holding an American flag is a plant. You know that we we planted them in there. You know we're 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 going in there to, to you know we're the cause of the uprising. And it's like you've got to be freaking kidding me. These people are oppressed. They're pissed and they're tired of taking it, and they're not going to take it anymore. You know we're we're, we're looking at uh, 
what a fascist regime does when they have an uprising, the first thing they do is cut all the communications and then they cut the water and they cut electricity and everything that the Cuban government has done down there. And they start looking for scapegoats. We've got one project and and this was a Google a Google project that the government teamed up with in another pub, public-private endeavor uh, called Project Loon that they used successfully in Puerto Rico uh, during Hurricane Marie that allowed them to give Wi-Fi internet access to the whole of the island. It was with uh, with high-altitude balloons that, that would carry a Wi-Fi signal that would allow people to hook up to an open network. We've got these things in storage. They, they could have launched these things within 48 hours to get them over Cuba so we could still get information from inside that island out to the rest of the world, and they've done nothing. Well, and you nailed it because we don't want the rest of the world to know what's going on. Not we, you and me, and, and, and others who think the same way we do. It's the administration. They don't want the rest of the world to see and hear what's going on by design. So, heck no, they're not going to pull those balloons out of storage and, you know, out of mothball and all that and, and float them up in the sky. It's, it's basically the same thing as using satellites for Wi-Fi access. You know, but, but these are simple. These things can be... Uh, put up and 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 put together just like you mentioned in Panama. I mean, it's yeah. an easy thing to do, but the administration and and the other powers to be, they don't want that. They don't want people to know what's actually going on because if that was the case and people really understood and saw what was going on, there would be an uprising like you can't freaking believe in other countries. Oh, there would have to be. There would have to be if we if people were educated. And, and this this goes for more than just Cuba. It, it goes for Venezuela. Venezuela has been having some bizarre things happen down there with gangs going against the military, uh, um, a struggle for the overall power of regional power within that country. Um, if people could actually see firsthand in real time the way these people have to exist under this oppressive yoke. What what they consider a luxury as 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 juxtaposed to what we consider luxury here, the, it would be a completely different avenue. You wouldn't have an AOC, you wouldn't have the this the Bernie Sanders wing of the Democrat Party, because they would understand that this kind of oppression robs people of their lives. These people exist down there. They go to work down there. They're lucky if they can get together with family and friends on the weekend, have enough money for a little bit of something to celebrate with on on special occasions. They live in a constant state of poverty to such an extent that they don't know what poverty is anymore. It is, and I've said this a thousand times before on our podcast, I don't know how these people sleep at night talking about our, our administration and, and and those people calling the shots of, of not wanting anybody to really know what's going on behind the curtain. I, it, they are they are just flat out evil people. That, that's the easiest way I know how to say it. You know I've been I've been writing lately because this, this thought has just come into my mind we've got to stop electing activists 
you know, it seems to me that most of the people who are who are pushing all of the radical stuff, the, the critical race theory, the, the the socialist agenda, the nanny state um, control over the, the worth of the dollar, um, you know, global health care, universal health care. They're all people who emanate from the activist side of things. A, a true activist is is fighting for an issue really not equipped well enough to represent a whole of a people you know they they get elected to office using rhetoric that advances one or two or three like-minded issues that all can congeal into uh one avenue and on the right side of the aisle it's usually freedom and and individualism on the left side of the aisle it's communalism and government control larger government you know they they collate into these things but they never lose the activist mindset you know that they never say okay well I'm, i'm not an activist anymore i've been elected to represent my district therefore i have to represent my district and instead, they keep advocating for their issues, their pet issues, their personal activist side of their brain. And we've been suckered into believing that an activist is a politician and that a politician is a statesman and that is, you know, and that a politician is a public servant. They're not. They're not. A politician is out for himself and his party. An activist is out for the cause. Neither of them would be willing to put both of those things down to represent the people that they were elected to represent. Yeah, case in point, we're looking at the uh, at the Democrats from Texas. You can't tell me that that in the, in each of those districts, they're one hundred percent Democrat. <laughs> no. You know, you can't tell me that they won 100% of the vote because 100% of the people in those districts are 100% Democrat. So by leaving the state and not being there to represent their district with a vote, whether they win or lose, they've said, my ideology mandates that I, I stop this at all costs, so I'm leaving. So the people of their district have been disenfranchised of their representation in government. That's not the actions of somebody who's a public servant. The the, the actions of somebody who's an activist who's been lucky enough to get elected to office. You know, something just something just started. Interrupt. Something just came to mind Uh, (laughs) when I was in college as a freshman, going through. uh, I was a frat rat and going through uh, pledge ship. We'd we'd have these things called lineups, and that was just you know to to get all the pledges, you know to you know, get them together and, and, uh, okay, then we're gonna, we're gonna go do this. We're gonna go do that. And every now and then as a group, we would decide, okay, we're going to bolt. And so instead of going to meet in this one area of the house or whatever, you know, to, you know, learn whatever, <laughs> we just blow out the door and go run across campus and go, you know, go serenading sororities or whatever. But when we got back, it was hell to pay. And I'm hoping that these idiots, these Democrat idiots down in Texas have hell to pay for their actions, because that's exactly what happened when when I was in a fraternity doing that stuff as a pledge. And there are consequences for your actions on those kinds of things. And it's the exact same thing that needs to happen to these people. 
you know, sadly, I think there there's going to be more of a consequence for you having bolted than these people. You well, know, I hope I didn't give out too much information, but statute of limitations, I think, is over. It's, you know, yeah, it's yeah. been a while. You're going to get peddled anyway. Um, <laughs> you know, this. I know that 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 the governor down there, Abbott, um, and the Republican legislature that stayed behind to actually do the job of, of governing has ceased their per diem pay, and they're not getting paid for the days that they're out of state because they're AWOL. Uh, and they're supposed to be getting arrested and brought back to the Capitol building upon their arrival. They've, they've done this before. They ran to Oklahoma, I think, uh, six years ago or something like that. But there's there's got to be something that can be – when responsible people have the majority, there's got to be a way to pass legislation that says if you're in session and you purposely abandon your post – for ideological reasons to leave the state, the second you cross the state line, you've resigned from office. No problem with that. You know, so, something with teeth on it, so so that ideology doesn't doesn't rule the day when it's supposed to be representative government that you're that you're exer- that you're exercising, and and to bring this full circle, you know, we we were talking about people like AOC and being, you know, if there's a poster child for an activist who's been elected to office, it's it's this. I, I guess I'm going to have to call her a failed bartender because she she had to abandon that that vocation to actually go go whore in Washington. Um, Ouch. Yeah, I I just don't like her. I, I think oh, she's I don't full, either. She, yeah, she's just I, a fraud. She's I think, flat out fraud. Yeah, I think she's full of shit. She was elected by committee. She was she was handled by committee for the first year. Whenever she stepped out of line, you could tell because she started to say stupid stuff. And when she was on message, it sounded like she was reading out of the Communist Manifesto. So, uh, you know, I, I, I've got no use for her and the fact that the people of Brooklyn are were swindled into voting for her. Um, should have them really, really pissed. And, you know, I don't care if you want to put in someone who's legitimately liberal, but how about putting someone in that's legitimate, not a fraud who was a front for a group that wanted to rule by by committee? She tried to say, and, and this is going back to Cuba, that the plight of the Cuban people, the reason they live in such poverty the reason that they they're under the yoke of communism and they can't find their way to freedom and and prosperity is because of the U.S. embargo that's been there for sixty years. Yeah, really. Well, I I thought I thought that that uh, uh, you know international travel to and from Cuba between the United States uh, was lifted uh, during Barack Obama's. Yeah, you could you could get down. I think certain people could get down there. I think Trump put that to a, a lesser extent, put that wall back up. But you're trying to tell me that 195, 194, 194 countries of the world, including China and Russia and Venezuela and, and El Salvador and all the people that you saw Castro buddy-buddy and putting his arm around and all the pictures saying Viva la this and Viva la that and standing in front of the Che Guevara monuments and things like that. Because the United States chose not to do trade with them, they're destitute. Yeah, no kidding. Russia could only drop some drop some stuff off. You know, <laughs> try drop some stuff off. Trust. You tried to put you tried you tried to put some missiles in there in, in the 1960s. Call Uber Eats, man. 
Yeah, I, you know, you're you're telling me that the rest of the world, well, the United States has an embargo, so I guess uh, I guess no one can do trade with you. These people, that that's Aok. I mean, they're, they're, she she is so stupid. Just just by the mere fact of of coming up with that excuse that people are going to buy off on that. Well, of course, people who follow her will, just because she said it. These people don't have a friggin' clue what a what an embargo even is. Yeah, I, I don't think they understand exactly what our embargo entails, that's for sure. Well, speaking of AOC and a bartender, embar, here we go. You know, <laughs> yeah. I just made that yeah. up. That was pretty clever, actually. You are, you are, see, the, the rest I haven't your, lost a beat since I've been away. The rest of, you, got, you, got, you got a beat, yeah. <laughs> um, um, but this is, and this, to, to culminate the whole, the whole topic here, uh, getting back to electing activists, when you, now cast, the Castros weren't elected, they did kind of seize power, but they seized power as activists. And ever since an activist and an ideologue has been in power down there. And when you look at everybody who runs a totalitarian regime, they've, they're all these grotesque ideologues. Uh, we don't do that here in the United States. We're, we're supposed to have representative government. We're supposed to be about individualism and and, and people's uh, you know personal responsibility and and making sure that when you throw a punch, it's not hitting somebody else's nose. You know, I I just we've got to move beyond looking at someone who whores language, pretty emotional language at election time. We've got to start moving beyond that and being a little bit more diligent in in trying at least to elect people who want to serve their constituencies instead of and constituencies instead of their political parties or their special interest activist groups. Well, one of the things to real quick that the left has just become, I mean, they've, they've nailed it. They've, they've taken identity politics and emotion and put it together. And they've just created this, this brilliant, you know, when you've got uh, an identity, uh, identity politics of something, and you attach the emotional aspect to it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's tough to unwind, man. And yeah, that's what, that's that's what we have to go after. You've got you've got three three people sitting looking at this from uh, you either above and probably below. I'm gonna go with that one. Um, you know, you've got Machiavelli in Divide and Conquer. You you've got Karl Marx with with let's let's pit the classes against each other, and you've got Sun Tzu with the Art of War. Also, they're going, boy, you guys really suck, but you did it really well. <laughs> no kidding. You know, for all the wrong reasons, they did it very well. That's that's the best I can put it. And quite honestly, it, again, going back to if you get the government that you deserve. Well, if this is the government we deserve, we got to clean up our act. Yep. You listen to Underground USA. We're 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 gonna play Andy out on on the fanfare again. That uh, that he's back. He's back. He's back. Great uh, to be back. Great to be back. Great to be back. And uh, you're listening to Underground USA. Uh, check out everything we do over at UndergroundUSA.com. Uh, sign up for the direct mail out. My God, that thing's exploding to the to the point where it's um, we're putting new people on every day, and we're we're shooting this thing out to like Australia, to uh, 
to South Africa, to Israel. We're even shooting this out to Moscow and Beijing. How about Cuba? Uh, we've got nothing in Cuba. You know why? They don't have any internet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should just float our own balloon over there and just pipe, pipe in the underground. That's let's, a, do it. let's do a trial internet balloon down there. A trial internet balloon. Ba-dum-bum. bum I'm Frank Salvato. He's Andy Limbaugh. We will be right back after this. that Yopon is the only tea plant indigenous to the United States? Hi, I'm CJ, the owner of Emerald Coast Tea Company. We have a line of Yopon teas and Yopon tea blends that will open your eyes to tea that is literally made in the USA. Check out our entire line of teas at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 